My name's Denny, um, and I love the theatre. My name's Claire, and I love theatre too. <laughs> and I'm Frank, and I also love the theatre. The show's called... What's it called? Western Geeks. Western Geeks. Well, you lot can call it what you want, but I'm going with three pocketeers. <laughs> <laughs> You are now listening to West End Geeks. Hi guys, welcome back to Act 8. You're here with myself, Denny. And Frank. Claire. And we have a lovely guest with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm long-time friend of Denny and Sushila. Or Sue, for short. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably call you, just call you Sue for, for today. <laughs> um, so I'll just give a quick introduction as to how I know Sue. So Sue is actually my longest friend. We've uh-huh. actually been friends since, or known each other. I don't know if we were friends. No, we've actually been friends since year five. So how old are, how old are you in year five? Like um, eight, nine? No, you're, aren't you younger than that? I think. No, it's about eight, eight or nine. When you're eight. I think we were like nine. Yeah. Eight or nine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About that age. Don't remember so, what year um, it is. it's it's been a while and it's been, it's been a while and we've we've uh buddy up to do random things, whether it's go on holiday, whether it's uh go to shows. Um yeah, so I thought she'd be a good guest to come along to one of the shows with us and um uh join us on the podcast. Um, Thank you. Do you wanna talk to us a bit about your uh experience of the theatre? I've been to the theatre many times. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say I love the theatre, but I definitely like it. Cool. I liked uh, one of my favourite musicals um, is Chicago. Well, was Chicago. I don't think it's showing anymore, but that was really good. I think it's showing in America. Oh. (laughs) On Broadway. (laughs) Um, What else? What other things have you seen that you liked? Um, went to watch um, like more serious dramas, which I quite liked. I like that kind of um, what was it called? Um, like Death of a Salesman. Okay. Or, um, oh, there's another. I don't remember the name. So more more theatre rather than musical, more plays yes, rather than musicals. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Cool. But I like and- Chicago. Both of you guys met Sue the other day for the first time at the theatre. What were your first impressions? Um, Be honest. <clears throat> I'm brutal. She she turned up a bit late. <laughs> Being Denny's sh- friend, that makes sense. After the show that she really? started. She, um, Are you late, Denny? No. She missed the first, I think, what, 10, 15 minutes. No, it wasn't that much. Oh, it was. It was only about 10 minutes. It was what the, did I just say? It was very little. I said yeah. 10, 15 minutes. I'd say it was less than 10 minutes. Oh, okay. it's a potato potato. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, she seemed lovely. She seemed quite engaging. Seemed very honest and brutal. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to hearing her feedback today and what she saw. Cool. And Claire? Yeah, I thought you came across really nice. Oh, thank so, you. Thank yeah, you it was guys. nice meeting you. Thank you. But thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your views of Buddy as well. Cool. I think we felt <clears throat> the same at the end, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> we shout the help. <laughs> Um, so just to follow this structure because I'm like new so regular listeners will know that this is the first time I've attempted to kind of lead the podcast Um, so 
bear with me. Um, so knowledge of the show beforehand, guys. Um, start with you, Frank. Did you? What did you know about the show beforehand? So sorry, let me just backtrack. The show we went to see was Buddy. Now, if you listen, sorry. Buddy Holly. Yeah, Buddy, the uh, the Buddy Holly story. So if you had um, listened to us uh, previously, if you haven't, do. Um, We talk about, Frank Ock's question about the longest running shows in West End and Buddy was one of them. So Buddy's had a a, a fabulous run. I think it's been running for over 30 years now. Um, It's actually had one of the longest runs in the West End um, and it's still travelling. So it's it's a big show. It's well known, but one I hadn't seen before. So back to the question, Frank. What did you know of it beforehand? Um, I guess before I had no knowledge of the Buddy Holly musical. Um, I knew a bit about his life because I remember watching a documentary growing up. Um, yeah, I found, found out about where he came from, how much success he had, and then obviously his tragic ending. But, um, but yeah, that's, about, that's all I knew. I didn't know any songs or anything else to do with Buddy Holly, unfortunately. Okay. Did you, when you were watching it, did you recognise any songs? I didn't, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I okay, didn't recognise any songs okay. at all. Okay. Um, I'm going to pass the same question to, to, to Sue. What did you know of the show or Buddy Holly beforehand? I didn't know anything about the show, but I knew about Buddy Holly, um, Buddy Holly, because my grandma was a big fan, actually. Okay. And she used to go on and on about him, and she told me his whole life story and everything, yeah. Okay. The, his uh, tragic end, everything. So, like, I knew about that. And just his um, more popular songs, like, yeah, yeah I do. I cool. knew those. Claire? Oh, yeah, I've seen it before. <laughs> oh, okay. So where did you see it before? Um, in the West End, like, cool. when did I was you? a teenager. That's perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went, um, so I grew up listening to Buddy Holly. <laughs> My mum loved him. And uh, I, so I knew his music. And then I think I might have thought in my head, I didn't say anything. She did say something. That I didn't realise how many songs that I recognised. I didn't realise he sang all of the songs that he sang and it right. came back and it brought like some memories of like growing up and stuff like that. Nice, nice. Because yeah, we listen to the cassette player rather than the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your age now. Um, so, favourite songs? Did anyone listen to the soundtrack beforehand? No. No, no I didn't actually. Did I, you? No, I didn't know. No? no? I think it's one of the first times I didn't listen to the soundtrack beforehand or afterwards to be fair. Okay. You didn't listen to it after either? No. Okay. No, but I looked up the story and his about his wife as well. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. some crazy on. Wikipedia <laughs> like journey. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely did more research into his um, background after the production, but I didn't listen yeah. to his music. No. Okay. Same. Had you uh, seen it before, Dan? I hadn't. No, I hadn't seen it before. So, and there were actually a few key surprises in there um, that will probably be a bit more relevant shortly, um, but. I hadn't seen it before. It was one I, um, being into theatre, it's one I'd heard of loads. Um, I was quite intrigued about his life. I knew a few songs. Um, but yeah, it was never one that, it's one I've always been kind of keen to watch, but not so keen that there would never be something I want to watch more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what songs did you recognise? Every Day. Every day. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and Peggy Sue. 
There was. You must have recognised Heartbeat. Everyone watched And Heartbeat. Sunday, okay, yeah. you're lie. Heart... <laughs> I recognise Heartbeat because that used to be on that TV show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With uh, yeah. the guy from EastEnders. Nick Berry. Eight, Nick Berry, that's true, it. True. Yeah. The reason you watch that is so you get to stay up later on, on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> true, very true, actually. What's going on? Yeah. Monday. So I think they were the three that I knew. Okay. Um, I, there was maybe one other that I um, thought I recognised, but actually. I came away from it thinking I would I, I expected and this isn't a reflection of what I felt of the show, but I, I expected to have known more of the songs. Because every time I've gone to one of those jukebox type things, I mean we recently saw um Anne Juliet knew pretty much every song. Jersey Boys was another similar thing, it was a massive surprise. I felt like I knew every single song. Um and there's probably one or two others I've seen like that. I saw one based on Barry Manilow before I think I've mentioned. Didn't realise how many songs I knew. So this, I was going in there with the same feeling, thinking, oh, but I'm going to end up knowing every single song and being like, wow, I didn't realise he sang that. But actually, I wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't the case. Oh, um, you disappointed by that? Um, I wasn't disappointed. I would say in the sense that if I don't know them, I don't know them. Yeah. Um, but then in terms of, I always go on about these big numbers it lacked that. So it was like lack of familiarity and no real huge numbers. Um, so, yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. What about you? What are your thoughts on the music? Um, the performances? Um, Break um, it down. <clears throat> so I, I, I'm going to go to the conclusion straight away and sort of Should work go, backwards. We'll work around the table. So we'll go Frank, Sue. To the conclusion. Cool. Well, basically, if I tell you the conclusion, what I thought about it, then I can sort of work back and sort of oh, justify okay, why yeah. I felt that way. Okay. Um, I concluded it's not the musical for me. Okay. Um, like I said, I didn't get any of the tunes. Um, I feel like I like a bit of story. I like some dance. I like music. Yeah. Um, I think the story is quite loose. I feel like a lot of times it just felt like this is just a Buddy Holly concert and they sort of chucked a, a, a kind of weak ish storyline in there to sort of get to where the music was going um, I was pretty disappointed at the end for example when he passed away I was like I'm not expecting to see the aeroplane but yeah. they sort of just put a guitar on stage and that's it I was like I expected a bit more then after that they played more music it was just a bit yeah. he wasn't really could I I felt very similar and I think one of the things that done it which you don't often get in musicals is they played songs back to back to back Yeah, and it did I did feel like this is a story, a loose story attached to a Buddy Holly tribute band. Yeah. It seems like it a Buddy Holly, Holly story. Sorry? That yeah. was the show, the Buddy Holly story. Yeah, but I, you know, what I was trying to say is that I expect a bit more of a narrative in terms of this is where you came from, this is what you did in the middle, this is how it ended. But it just seemed like any excuse to play a song, boom, here's the song. The storyline was just seems to be there just to carry the songs through. I just didn't feel that. There's enough of a storyline for me. Um, but yeah, it just, it just felt like it was a tribute band and stuff. But if you like Body Holly, if you like the music, then you're absolutely loving it. Like the women at the end, they got up. Let's not talk about that, yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go on, go on. No, just, but it felt like yeah. they were sort of fan, not fan girls, fan women. And if this was like an actual <laughs> concert, they would have thrown certain items of clothing. <laughs> and honestly, at, at the people on stage, yeah. that's how excited yeah, yeah. some of these individuals were. And I was like, oh, that's great. But for me, it just wasn't. It just wasn't the musical for me, unfortunately. Okay. So, Sis? yeah. Um, so I felt like there were some good parts, maybe more 
towards the beginning. Okay. Um, there was a little bit more energy, I think, in the performances. And obviously, in performances, the audience, they're, they're feeding off the energy from the performers. So if the performers aren't bringing that energy, then it's normal that audience will have a bit of a slump. So I felt at some points um, there, there was a slump and then it kind of grew bigger and bigger. And um, it was funny because when I saw um, Claire's face near the end, um, I just glimpsed at her because they were like, oh, who wants one more? And I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of ready to like go. <laughs> and then like I looked at Claire's face and she had this look in her face. <laughs> we just had a laugh about it because I could see like she was like, oh, come you... on, like I'm ready to go kind of thing. <laughs> Did you want one more, Claire, when they were saying that? It was I didn't I didn't enjoy the amount of audience participation. That's and what I was going to say. What actually that okay, was, I, is I, I panicked. <laughs> That they were going to make us do something. Oh, it was so I was kind of like, oh no, I just want to go because oh, I, I actually thought they were going to make us do something. It was so awkward at one point where he was like, "You're not cheering loud enough." I'm like, "What more do you want from this crowd?" He kept on like, <laughs> he kept this. It was, too, it was too much. It was just too much. There's this one yeah. guy on stage. I can't remember the particular scene, but he kept on getting the audience to like scream. And I was like, "That's enough, please let it okay. go." But. I'm a bit of a party pooper when it comes to audience participation across Same. the board. So I, I'm usually a non-participator. So I actually didn't even remember that because <laughs> I totally didn't participate <laughs> in any of it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, participate in any of that. There's, um, a, there was a, there's a famous joke Steve Harvey once said um, about concerts. I don't know if anyone's seen it when he says, when they're getting you, they're like, go to the left, everyone to the right. And he's like, I paid to see you. <laughs> You're supposed to be performing, not me. That's exactly my mentality when I see these sort of shows. I'm not here to be part of your act. I'm not getting paid. Do your job. Let me enjoy it and I'll go home. I actually enjoy a, a little bit of audience participation when I'm in a safe zone away from the front yeah, of the yeah. stage. But not to the... I did think that was too much. Like, it was... It was a bit constant, it felt. And I felt a little bit I felt a little, little bit awkward because there were times where he's clearly trying to like rev up the audience and they're mm. not having it. And it's like he does it again. I'm like, oh, come S on, stop. So just to just to Was it like that for you when you went? Listeners, and that's what I was just gonna say. Like I went the day so we didn't all go together, these three went together and I went by myself. Um so I went the day before because I had to rush off um I was going on holiday the next day. Um but just with regards to particip uh, audience participation, I have a thing when it's scripted mm -hmm. because when you ha you have it in the script and you never really know what the crowd's going to be like on the day. So some t quite often it can fail because of that. I, there are certain performers, I won't go into them now because it's just more um, normal music related, where I've seen them several times and their audience participation is purely feeding off the audience. Like they might see the audience do, you know, like a great comedian, the audience, someone heckles him so he can just throw it something mm -hmm. straight back and I've seen musicians do that and, and make things relevant. and I think it works then but yeah I kind of you know when it's kind of scripted and everyone say this and blah, 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 it's kind of like yeah it's a bit cheesy isn't it? yeah that's I think that's the right word I think that's the right word yeah it definitely felt a bit much but um I liked the scene where they were all really getting down and like there was like the double bass player and he was like so adorable. He was like had this <laughs> really funny face and he was like the star of the show for me. He okay. was like he he took carried the whole place through. <laughs> he, he was, he was, playing, he was playing on he's got on it, didn't he? Yeah, he was amazing. Playing, I yeah. have to say, like that did impress me actually, that they could play instruments as well. That was one thing I have to say that fully impressed me because yeah. they could um act and sing and play instruments. 
instruments yeah. and like the trumpet they weren't like easy instruments some yeah. of them and the guitar like I'm learning I know that is so hard to play the guitar so I was quite impressed with that I thought um you know they must have selected this yeah. cast um you know well funnily enough that was part of the reason that I felt reinforced that for Buddy Holiday, for sorry for Buddy, I was going to say that the before Buddy as well. Holiday story, <laughs> the travel. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it before. So I don't know why. Sorry, I'm thinking Billy Holiday. Yeah, um, the Buddy Holly story traveling company gets tribute bands, so they already can sing, they can okay. already play instruments, oh. and they just need to teach them. No, I don't Are know. You serious? I don't know. Oh. I'm saying that was my kind of feeling at the end of it because I was quite amazed. The same as well. I was like, wow. They're, you know, these they, guys can sing, they're amazing playing instruments. Um, Did they actually play the instruments though? Yeah, 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 they were definitely, yeah. because I was yeah. looking at his fingers, he was definitely yeah. doing the chords and everything, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched closely because I didn't know initially. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But that definitely um, had to be appreciated, I felt. Um, standout performances for each of you. The double bass player. Okay. Yeah, he was great. Any particular song or when he... What? Just the whole thing. He okay. he was the only one that had the energy, he I felt. Energy. He was like really um, into his role and he had the energy and he had the smile. Yeah. And it was entertaining watching him. But the other ones, I just... They weren't like... The guitar player, he was so boring. Like he literally didn't even act. He was just walking around the stage. <laughs> yeah. He played really good though. Yeah, he played but, really well. and then his acting, like, I didn't see him act, or yeah, no. No, no facial expression. He was just literally That's moving fair. around. Maybe he was a guitarist, and they just got I him I thought into... Buddy was good. I liked Buddy's actual energy that we had I just felt show. a double bass player outshined him, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, stand-up performance? Um, I'd probably go the, the lead, really. Okay. I didn't really pay attention to anyone else. He seemed to sort of drive it. He looked like Buddy Holly. Yeah. He sounded like Buddy Holly from... From little I've heard of him. Yeah, I think yeah, he's probably the standout. What about his um, like what about in terms of a a, a segment of it, like whether a song or anything like that? Um, Favorite song sort of thing. I'm gonna go with heartbeat. Although I can't remember when that was played, but because that's a <laughs> song I'm familiar with, I'm gonna go with heartbeat. Okay. I don't I can't remember where. Honestly, was, I just really couldn't engage with this show. I really oh, wow. was. I really was really trying to, but I was like, it just wasn't for me. And it and it then made me realise that. I'm very particular about the shows I like. Yeah. For example, if I don't like the music, I'm not going to like the show no matter okay. how great the performance is. And I think, unfortunately, this was this was that case. I'm not saying it's like a bad bad show, but for me, music-wise, it just yeah, just wasn't cool. on. Um, what did you think of overall, Claire? I enjoyed it. I really liked it. But it was... I, I liked Buddy. I thought he had a good energy, but I also thought that uh, double bass player, he was yeah, really yeah. good as well. They They were the two that stood out for me. Um, what I didn't like was that because when you read the story of Buddy Holly or you know the story of Buddy Holly I do think the storyline was there they had the storyline but I think the way it was delivered Mm. was not the best way which would have been the actor that was like three roles on the stage he was big big bopper he was deep deep pockets he was yeah he was their manager when I watched and he was the radio the radio DJ host and I just thought did he have a bald head? Yeah. Yeah, when I watched it, someone else was Big Bopper. Oh, I thought he was yeah. literally the same guy. I didn't yeah, realise he was someone else different was characters. Big Bopper when I watched it. it was, it, this guy was literally the, like, three or four roles, and I just thought that was just too many roles on this one production. And the way I thought it would have been good, you know that Evita that we went to see where yep. there was a narrator? Yeah. I thought that would have been a good way to deliver this story. They okay. had that, though, didn't they? They had a narrator. 
but it was this, it was kind of like you didn't know if he was the narrator, if he was the DJ, if he was Big Bopper. Like you couldn't. I felt that a little bit. You couldn't. Was he the same one doing the narration? That like same guy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't this... realize that. <laughs> I didn't well, they realize. fooled you. <laughs> <laughs> All he did was change his jacket a couple of times. I literally times. thought he was the same character. I didn't realize he was meant well, to be different characters. That's what happened with me. I weren't sure if he was. I got lost in who he was. At certain moments. Yes, yeah, so did I. And uh, you're trying to keep up with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, since no one wants to ask me, I'll just go ahead. What was the question? Sorry, Danny. Um, best perf- <laughs> like stand-up performance favourite song. What was yeah, your stand-up performance, Danny, your favourite song? My stand-up performance was, which is why I chose the homework that I did to be revealed shortly, um, my stand-up performance was when three legends were on stage and obviously La Bamba was sung. Okay, so, no, okay. Um, you had Richie Valens. So I, I actually had a, uh, I'm actually quite a fan of his um, and I watched his Lou Diamond Phillips played his character many years ago in like a biography film. How um, did you feel about that character? Oh, I was, the actor, I mean, looking so totally different. Yeah, because so, for me, I, I like Richie Valens and I couldn't identify yeah, I with that I did not realise that was Richie Valens. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I had no, and then when when it was like, obviously I, I realised quite quickly and I was like, okay. But I was let's, confused. Let's, let's, uh, let's, and then just kind of moved on with it and just accepted it. But um, the, the, the big surprise for me was, so you had him, you had uh, Buddy Holly, you had Richie Valens, you had Big Bopper, all on stage. I did not know that performance took place um when i saw the film um my favorite song that richie valens does is donna um it's always a good chat like, but um anyway how's that work well it's the girl's name donna what do you, do? you, you start seminating them with the song so uh I didn't know that existed. In the end of the film, Richie Valens goes on this plane and he has a tragic ending. I did not know it was alongside Buddy Holly and Big Bopper. So that to me was a good history lesson, um, a good surprise. And it was just one of those things again. There's certain moments and not necessarily, again, my favourite, my normal genre of music I'd listen to. But there's just certain moments in musical history. You're like, wow, I would have loved to be there. Um, Another one recently was like the Queen Live Aid performance. Um, that always stands out. That when I saw that, I was just like, "Wow!" I would have just loved to see those people on stage together um, for obviously their contribution to music and such. But yes, yeah, so that that was my favourite standout, not necessarily for the performance itself, or but for mm. just what it represented in music and it being like almost like, "Wow!" I didn't even know that happened um, in real life, sort of thing. So yeah, I knew because my grandma she had told me that many <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> Spoke about it. Like, oh, it's so tragic. And Richie Valens. Because he was only 17. 17 he was yeah. like, really, yeah. I think that's much more tragic, actually. He yeah. barely lived yeah. a life. Well, they were all you young, know? weren't they? Because yeah. Buddy was but only 22. Big Bob oh, yeah. was 28, which is yeah. still. Yeah, that's still quite true. Early. Yeah. Like, it's, it it's... was really, really sad. Oh, yeah. that, was, that was one other thing, actually. So, looking into it a bit afterwards, the people who performed the show that I went, when I saw Big Bopper, I thought he was like 40 something. So it was going back to the age thing, like we said yeah, with yeah, fame. Yeah. When I read and it was like he was 28, I was like, okay. Well, the actor. <laughs> the actor, that yeah. The actor who, that we who, saw, who we saw. So I think it might have been a different person to when I saw it. Yeah, because he didn't look 28. Do you think he was 28? I think he was about 38, maybe. Well, then it's the same. That's what I'm saying. That's the exact same <laughs> issue, though. Like the person 
his age was like much older than the person in real life who they were supposed to be representing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Richie Valens did look quite young when I watched it. Yeah, um, he just, I was very and upset Buddy about Richie just looked Valens. like Buddy, so that was fine. Why were you upset? Because he looked nothing like Richie Valens. Yeah? Like, not even remotely. It kind of upset because I know who Richie Valens is, yeah. but when I saw that actor, I was like, who's Richie Valens? And then I cottoned on after yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, Richie Valens. I was like, why did they pick that actor? Yeah. I mean, come on, you can, there's so many actors in, yeah. in London, you know? Yeah. I, I was a bit surprised with that choice. Yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't even stand out, but uh, his... Spanish wasn't good. I just didn't understand why <laughs> they had the chosen truth, him. If I, if I knew who he was, I, from when I, when I saw I wouldn't have known he was supposed to be a Spanish person. Yeah. It was only because I know who Richie Valens is already yeah. that he's Spanish. Like, the person on stage didn't wasn't Spanish to me. I looked at the Spanish actress and I'm sure she was, like, grimacing <laughs> at his Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> cool. oh, have you got the song ready? Oh, um, Donna. Yes. One second, let me... Is this how you're serenading? I put a little edge on it, I like to throw a little chicka chicka ring. Plays the backing track so you can see That's what I feel like they're doing, that's what they're doing. The problem with it is so slow that by the time you get to that point, she's gone. <laughs> She's not hanging around. Just go straight for... to that bit. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't have music. I wouldn't He's have music with me, would I? It. I'm not going to go one second. Let me get my phone out. <laughs> Play. <laughs> anyway, that was many, many moons ago. I like um, um, doo up a lot. That's, yeah, exactly, <clears throat> I do like exactly the same thing. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Um, so, audience. It was briefly mentioned. Let's talk about the audience. What did you guys think? They're very interactive. Really? certain demographic of the audience. So tell us about this demographic. I didn't notice. Um, I feel like it was a demographic that might have been, might have appreciated his music (laughs) closer to his existence than now. Okay. Um, You know, I think, like I said, there was (laughs) was some people there that were... That's the nicest way of saying it. I'm not going to put specific ages It was an old demographic. But, you know, I feel like if you grow up with certain, certain artists, you're more likely to sort of be enthused when certain songs are playing and more responsive to when they ask you to do things. Like, for example, I don't know, in 20 years' time, if Eminem does a musical theatre performance, unlikely as it is, I probably would be equally as enthusiastic when certain songs come up. But, um, so yeah, they were very... That that demographic who clearly loved his um, his songs were up for it all night long. Okay. Um, So just to um, add a bit of context to that as well, we saw this show in the Windsor Royal Theatre. Um, the demographic probably reflected Windsor when I was there to an extent as well, um, which isn't anything but the the demographic, I guess, when I was there at least, was quite a lot older than myself. Don't know what age, but that I felt they were all older than me. Um, was it skewed to one genre? Not the genre. Is it genre? Is it skewed to one gender over the other, would you say? Um, I felt maybe more women, but it was quite mixed. I thought it was quite even. Yeah, it was quite mixed. Um, but yeah, towards the end, I'll tell you what happened. So do you remember, I've mentioned this about Angelia, and you see that fist pump in the corner of your eye, but they're not directly in front of you, so you feel like you can't really say anything. Because <laughs> they're not really, and it's like the person directly behind you, they're not complaining. I can't lean across two people, tap them on the shoulder and tell them to stop. I just have more manners than that. 
And um, that started. Oh, God. And then maybe halfway through, there were like just people, because I was in the, was I, I was quite close to the front. Um, and there were people who just like had got up. Everyone, almost everyone on the front row was standing up before the show finished dancing. And it just had a knock on effects. And I turned around and there was more people standing up. And there was a lot of people standing up um, and dancing. So, yeah, as you said, a lot of crowd participation. Um, voluntary crowd participation for the most part as well. Yeah, they definitely didn't need any invites. Um, I like that. I like the crowd participation because you could feel like the nostalgia in the room. Yeah. Like the gentle hum of them singing along with the people on the stage. And then like you could see if you just kind of look to your left or right, you could see them gently tapping their hands on their legs and their head bopping going. And then the faster ones, like you could feel like the chairs moving. And I just, I really liked that. I thought it was a really nice atmosphere for the appreciation of the music because Buddy Holly was actually seen as like an, innovative uh, artist of his time defining like it's argued that he's well I don't know if it's argued but they say that he's defined rock and roll mm, he went from country off. to rock and, yeah one yeah, off yeah, sorry one yeah off. rock and roll see on that point I would have see this is this is my thing because I think he has such an interest in life mm. but I just didn't see enough of it see again now I know this show has been going constantly so it's not like a a re uh, like a what do you call it when they re-bring it out after it's been gone for quite a long time? I can't remember. But this show basically... Revival. Well, revival, yeah. So this show hasn't really gone. So maybe in terms of rewriting certain things, um, there wouldn't have been the time or... Because it's never really stopped. You can't make it that different from what someone could have seen last week. So I totally get that. But there were a couple of things I thought they could have elaborated on. Um, and for myself, there was an interest again. It was one of those historical things I didn't know when he when they played at that. Like they were number one in the country at a time when the country was segregated and they played to an all black um, audience, audience yeah. which again, it's one of those things that, you know, I think is kind of more relevant today. It's interesting to me personally. And I felt again, it, there wasn't really um, enough. And then the kind of jokes that were kind of att attached to that were a little bit... <sighs> safe a bit tacky a bit cheesy unnecessary. Um, a bit unnecessary yeah yeah so um yeah that that i thought again fits in line with what you were saying frank about not really expanding on his life enough yeah. um that kind of passed me by it's only like afterwards it's like actually that's that's quite a big moment like Massive. what 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 impact did that have like what did that mean to anyone like what was like? What was the he news? Like, he inspired what was... a lot of artists, didn't he? So like, uh, the the Beatles. Yeah, but they were like way after. So that's what yeah. I mean. Like at the time when he done that, what was the effect of that? You know, they even if they had like a collage of newspapers or something kind of going past him, bloody Holly, da, 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 that would be quite simple to do, but just elaborate using yeah, sets and stuff. But um, yeah, so I kind of do agree with what you said with regards to not really um, getting enough story of 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 Buddy Holly. There's a, I think there's a point in the first scene where I think he signs a record deal. And I'm pretty sure it was a rubbish record deal, mm. the way it was sort of um, made out to be, but he's never figured out how that sort of panned out. He just seems to sign it. And I just like I just feel like it sort of skirted over some some serious no, things that, that, that would have... Sorry, that was one of, wasn't that one of the points where the, the same actor that was dodgy <laughs> yeah. uh, record label was also the good record label? So that's why I think that I, bit was... Yeah, it was a bit confusing. I yeah, I, yeah. I did not... Because that, that didn't clear there. up in my head until afterwards. Yeah, that's what I was, was going like, to say. Oh. I only figured that out 
when I'd done a bit of research after, when yes, I looked into yeah, it afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, I agree with that point. Like, you didn't kind I just, of... I saw him sign a deal. I, did, I thought and it, apparently it was a rubbish deal, and I yeah. thought that's the only deal he had. I didn't realise it was yeah. more than but one I, deal. I think why they didn't go too much into it is because a lot of the things, the content could have been more perceived more negatively, and I think they wanted to keep it quite light and upbeat, and that's why they kind of did skirt over certain things. That's what I noticed. Like, even the deaf thing, they were like, okay, let's not go yeah. too deeply right. into yeah, that yeah, now. Let's fair. make it upbeat again because yeah, I guess it's a musical yeah. and people want to have a good time and that will make you know people will be crying their eyes out wouldn't they no it's true if, if, if they went deeply into I, I think the tragedy could have, they, they could have gone a little bit deeper into certain things like the points that you guys have made because that's how you connect with the audience and get those mm, reactions that's true. although I, it was an upbeat kind of feeling mm. that you did get and the crowd did because like I mean I've been to other productions where you know, the content is a bit more intense. So even though it can be light bits, they yeah. don't mind going to a darker place. But yeah. I'd kind of felt with this play, you can't really go to a darker place. You know, like okay. Les Mis, for example, which yeah. I love. I've seen that like twice. Um, you know, it, there's light bits and then there's heavy bits. And it's that kind of production, though, isn't it? But I think Buddy Hod um, Holly is... <laughs> <laughs> is um, I don't know, I think it would have changed the energy of the show. I think it's like, you know, the crowd, the kind of demographics of the crowd, they just want to go, they want to have a good time. I yeah. don't think they want to leave um, feeling that kind of emotional... Rollercoaster. Emotion yeah, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> they're you up what, for I, that. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the only way I'd count that is if you've seen the show, you know that, and then you would tell your friends, and word probably spread about that, and then that's how they've done it. But on my first time, any time that I'm going to a show for the first time. I don't know what I'm going to get yet. Mm -hmm. And again, referring back to Jersey Boys, that is um, uh, a historical telling of uh, a great band or great musicians from the past and telling their story. I just felt they managed to include all of the song, like so many of the songs, they managed to show, uh, you know, show the impact they're having today. They started with the impact they still having today um, and then kind of went back went through the whole of their, uh, well, a lot of their discography um, and managed to weave in and out a lot of the intricacies, a lot of the downs they went through, a lot of the ups they went through. Um, but I think, and I felt like they had the time to do this, but I felt it was, I did think it was weird and I've never been to a show or a jukebox musical or anything like that where they do play songs back to back to back to back. I think at one point there was like three or four songs yeah. played yeah. without any talking or felt quite disjointed didn't mm. it i mean the whole thing um the totality of the play it was it did feel a bit like you didn't really know what was happening it was a bit disjointed and it wasn't connected i don't know it was just yeah, a I bit felt, strange yeah I, I, I felt that i felt that a bit at times as well i did feel that a bit at times and i think i think some of those um not to go on about them but when they were playing loads of songs like i i yeah, I think that's what kind of made mm. it disjointing because then when they would stop and it was it like, I think it was sometimes sort of in a different era and it was like <laughs> they'd jumped six months yeah. in yeah, what they were doing strange. and things like that. And I, I mean, even now I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, neither am I, <laughs> neither am I. Yeah. It's weird because I feel like the first, the, first, um, the first part of the show went through loads and loads of years, whereas the second part of the show I think was a couple of weeks or maybe a week or two. Yeah. Because I think they sort of mentioned the, the, that final concert that they're about to have literally as the second half has started so the rest of the show is basically dedicated up into the run-up to, to that final concert yeah. and therefore the plane crash so it was just a bit it wasn't really yeah yeah that was it was like that actually yeah yeah although i did like you know when they 
at the end, which I guess happens when you do go to a concert, they came out and they were like, do you want another song? And the crowd was like, mm. yeah, and they played another song. So I did like that for the crowd. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was... It, it's a tough one, that that musical, I think. Mm. One other thing, I did this happen when, I think it was after the interval, when it restarted, they just had this segment of about 10 minutes of some random girl doing the national anthem. Oh, God, and like, what was yeah, yeah. that? That. But was that a specific show? Is that what happened I at the winter? The, what was it called? Yeah, you know, the winter, I think that's what it was, yeah. The winter show. What she's saying. That's where they were playing, isn't it? And yeah, then they in, got in, after, that was their last gig Iowa, or whatever. yeah. Yeah, that's that was she was the opener for that show. Right. That's why yeah. she was so, there. This is my thing. How do I know more about the opening for one show than I do Buddy Holly post him signing a contract? Because I think they had to set the scene though, so you knew where they were and you wouldn't have known where they were if that girl didn't well, if they didn't that they, was their like idea saying, basically were, to set the scene. Okay. They were so, trying to skirt over, I think, mm. like keep it upbeat and, and not talk about the death. Yes. They yes. had to do that. So that then the kind of aeroplane accident happened. I, I, I thought it was it. more like, you know, like when you watch a film <laughs> and then you have like the pan shot of like yeah. the house and then you have the family. You, the next shot is the family. I think for me, I felt like, oh, it's the girl. Like they're yeah. panning to the girl. Oh, this is where this scene is happening. And then it was like, boom, here we are. Because even it went... when it, they were there, yeah. I still didn't really understand where they were. It just seemed to go on for so long. Did you have that guy who then kept like, so there was the girl who'd done the national anthem. There was, there was, there was, there was, yeah, the guy who'd done every role. He was also the, that compare. Compa- and then there was a guy who came out with three girls who, who he, he was, done he a, was bit a drummer of, in the band yeah, originally. Oh, yeah. I liked him. He was quite funny. So that, <laughs> and um, what else was there? Was that it? But that part just seemed too long for me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where I, I felt it was dragging there. I yeah. was kind of like, okay, I'm ready, ready to go <laughs> home now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we wrap that bit up? So um, best parts, worst parts, and marks out of 10. I won't say what, what would you change. We'd already do that, but I don't think we... Um, Claire, do you want to go first? Um, the best part for me was I liked Buddy. I thought he was a good Buddy Holly. Okay. Um, and I also liked the atmosphere of everyone that was enjoying the show. And like I said, the nostalgia of, like, you could see that they would have listened to that growing up and that they genuinely really enjoyed it. And I liked that. Okay. So? I thought it was all right. Okay. Like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't fantastic. Um, if if I could go and watch it again, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably be like, okay, I'm done with that. I'll yeah. watch something new. Um, out of ten, yeah, um, six, okay. six and a half. Clear out of ten. I haven't done my worst part yet, have I? Oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't I even thought, do. A best oh, I thought I said we went. He should went best part. Best part. Oh, worst part, Claire. Did you do best part? I did best part. Oh, yeah, worst part. Oh, you're supposed to do all of it at once. Oh, sorry. Oh, maybe I did. You didn't. Did I not? No. I did. I thought it was too much audience participation. <laughs> so I didn't. I, I honestly don't mind that on a small scale as long as I'm not the audience <laughs> being asked to participate. But yeah, I thought it was too much. It was kind of like I really wanted to go. Please just stop now. Okay. Um. But it, I would go and see it again. Okay. But I would go with like older generations that you know where you could get like their vibe off of it okay who would probably enjoy it like if 
like my mum or something like that. Like I know that she would really enjoy that. And I remember really liking it when I was younger. Like we were stood up, we were dancing. Um, it wasn't that long ago. I was only a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you have a bit more of an attachment to it, I reckon. Yeah, like it's the memory and then the memory mm. of growing up with it. Like I knew the songs and they remind me of certain things. So, um, and I was surprised at how many I knew. So okay. I would go and see it again, but... Just not with the West End geeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scores out of ten? Um I'd give it a seven and a half. Oh wow. Okay. It was better than fame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd like to watch fame. That's that's the one. Fame. Fame. Not the one that Frank takes you to. <laughs> Frank, best part, worst part. Um Scores out of ten. Best parts would be hearing the Bamba and the Heartbeat song. Okay. <laughs> now that you remind me that was there. And um, worst part was the audience participation similar to what Claire said it was just OTT and like I said I just feel awkward in those sort of situations where being asked to do something that well, I just right. don't feel like I should be doing I do yeah. enjoy when Frank when there is audience participation and Frank's like this you can't <laughs> see what I'm doing but my my head is in my hands right now I just don't know where to look because I feel bad for the people on stage because they're trying to do something and no one in the audience wants to do it and yet they do it they ask for it again I'm like just stop see the audience were quite Okay, when I some people they do want they to did. do it. Yeah, That's but the not, thing. Yeah, but you know when it asks first time round, oh, right, no yeah. one goes straight yeah, away. Yeah. Like he has to ask again. And yeah. at, that, at that point, at that point, I'm like, just leave it, mate. No one wants to do it. But so. they do that sometimes, like, um, in clubs as well, don't yeah. they? I think so. that's almost normal. It's like that wasn't that. You can do better than yeah. that. Like no. I think that's all, almost. I know what you're saying because that makes me not want to do yeah, it. Yeah, it makes you want to leave. The crowd did sound really dead. You'd love that sort of stuff. No, it just goes over my head. Oh, does it? If I'm not already engaged, I'm just like whatever. Carry on. Like say your part and then. Move on. Yeah, so I didn't even notice like, yeah, that audience participation because yeah, yeah, I was just like, woo. Yeah, but um, can I say my best and worst parts? Yeah. But the best part for me was when they were all getting down. When was yeah. that? That's when after they get the record deal or something. I no, don't know when it was. Like, that might have been during the winter party. Oh, was it? I actually can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But it was so good. It was the standout scene, actually. actually. There was was so much energy, and the guy was on the double bass, and that that was was so impressive, actually. When he climbed up it and still played it, that was really good. God, I really rated him. And then at one point, Buddy played the guitar with his. Oh yeah, behind his back, isn't it? Yeah, that was really cool. I I did. Yeah, their musical skills were really impressive. I like music a lot, so I think I did appreciate those parts a lot and the songs and stuff. And the worst part was definitely near the end. I was just like, they should have just cut this off scene now. <laughs> Ended it when you see the guitar. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I thought it was impressive there. Sue so took it back to her without letting me finish off my Mark Tatensu. <laughs> yes, because then, oh, sorry, but I was like, I have to get my best and worst parts in. <laughs> Fine. Fine, um, go. I will... <laughs> wow. um... Don't, don't be slow about it either. <laughs> so um, for people that are big fans of Buddy, I'll probably give it a nine. Myself personally, two. Okay. Two? Wow. Ooh, that's, I like it. You, that's thought, super you thought harsh. that was worse than that Fame show you saw? Yeah, I want to see Fame again. I, I want give, to see I give Fame. I'll a second chance because I know the music. Okay. And, and yeah, if, if I it's think done, that's... If it's done I properly, the storyline well. and the music, I'm happy with that. This, it, it was probably the best version they did and I'm still not wanting to see it again. So I get that. So, so I'm going to... Sorry. So, so what is your final score then? Um, What's your final score then? Six and a half. I thought you just said two. Yeah, yeah, but I said two and nine, so somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but two's got... We're only talking about your view. Oh, yeah, my my personal view is two. Two, okay. Not a fan, sorry. That really surprises me because the way that I perceive that is that you think that show was worse 
than that Fame show we just saw. Oh, I really want to watch Fame. No, I'm saying it's just not for me. No, I get that. Fame is for me, but it just, that production, like, I think that's what I said at the time, my score wasn't based on the the musical itself, it's based on that production that I'd seen, uh-huh. which wasn't that great, so I'm sure Fame can get a nine if it was on point, but this is yeah. never going to get a nine because I don't like it. Sorry. Okay. Um, my best part, as I said, seeing that historic moment uh, emulated when Big Papa, Richie Valens and Buddy Holly were all on stage jamming together. Um, it also seemed spontaneous. So if it happened like that in real life as well, even more amazing. My worst part was probably after the interval when um, the lady sang the American National Anthem and then someone else came out and done some random things and the compare didn't know if it was the agent, the manager, the compare, or <laughs> that, that um, multi-talented uh, person who played about five parts. Um, I thought dragged on too long. Um, What's your marks out then? My marks out of 10. So I think I almost agree with everything you said oh, with wow. regards to fame and and um, this, and this show and how you're, how you're rating it. There's a but. There. So I don't know if it's necessarily a but, but go. <laughs> I'm going to give, I, gave, I think I gave fame a six. I'm going to give this a six oh, and wow. almost for the exact same reasons, but almost in reverse. So because... The fame story, I think there's potential there. I would go and see it again. But that performance didn't think. Whereas this is the reverse. It's like the story, the songs, everything. Almost like you said, it's just not for me. But I thought the performances with what they had, like the music, they were super talented. The singing, again, it's not my necessary cup of tea, but I couldn't fault it. Like when I'm hearing that stuff on the radio or anything to what I heard there, that was was top, top notch. Top notch stuff. Um, <laughs> so it's almost like fame was great story, um, but executed badly. One would would see it again. This was executed quite well, but story's not for me. Probably wouldn't go and see it again. That's fair. So I'm gonna I'm gonna match it in the scores, and I think I gave fame a five or six. Does anyone remember? I actually can't remember. I am keeping this on keeping a score at home on a spreadsheet. So okay. Next time around, I'll give an update as to. Cool, cool. So, so to be generous, because I feel Claire is a little offended, I'm going to lead to pretend I gave it a six, but that will be corrected later if it was indeed a five. Um, happy with Claire. Cool. No, yeah, no, I and I do understand <laughs> what you're saying, Frank. I really do. I just, I'm just trying to get my head around the fact when you look at the two musicals. Buddy Holly was was definitely a lot better than that specific fame show that we saw. Yeah, that's correct. But I'm saying so. Therefore, that's why I found your 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 markings confusing. Can I add? Something? I understand what you're saying, so it's less confusing. Can okay. I add something? I'm still trying to get my head around. Okay, cool. With regards to fame, for how badly it may have been executed, if all of the individual lineups were put so all of the individual like each song and performance from um uh, fame and all of the songs and performances from this i think in the top four buddy would have oh, sorry fame would still probably have three i still think I'm sorry, I'm not really sure what you're so what i'm saying is if all of the songs so you know why i say i love those big moments if all of the songs were lined up and i had to rate them in the top five Buddy would, uh, sorry, Fame, the Fame we saw would still have three. So I think the the teacher song, I think the the LA one, 
and the actual fame theme song were better than for songs that I like and theatre moments were better than everything I saw in Buddy. So you're technically saying fame is better than Buddy if it's performed at its peak? In my opinion. That's fair, I agree with that. Similar, similar to what I thought. Yeah, is that what you in my opinion. We'll talk about this later, Claire, because I feel like you're not going to... No, I I'm saying I understand. I'm taking... I understand oh, okay. what you're saying, but I, I just didn't, which is why I queried it. Oh, okay, it's fine. Cool. So... Um, we were going to talk about, I felt, so I, I don't know if we discussed this, so I felt we could chat about um, Broadway, with, sorry, West End versus Travelling. I think we've seen a fair few shows now. Um, and I think, Claire, we might as well start with you. You saw Buddy, I know it was a long time ago. That's, 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 so, not, that's too hard to, like, I remember it, and I yeah. remember having a really good time. I was with, I remember my mum and my brother there. And Did you see it in the West friends. End? Yeah, we saw it in the West End. Did everyone get up and start dancing? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I remember it being, I remember it being good, but I couldn't tell you anything specific from it okay. to compare it. Uh, six. You seen that in West End and Traveling? Yes. So I preferred that in the West End. Okay. But that's because I think it was because of it being an intimate, yeah, an intimate theatre and the Aylesbury Theatre was massive. Okay. But they're the only. Um, but I think I do prefer West End. Yeah. But sort of the key difference is, so one, for me, I've noticed this a few times when I've seen things in local theatres, and actually this, I forgot, this is actually one of the things that bugged me watching Buddy um, recently as well, was locally, it's like, oh, let's go out for a treat. So many people, I did, I've, I've been to Windsor Theatre a few times, and people know each other, and they're almost like one person's two rows ahead of you, another person's three rows behind you, and they're almost waving and talking to each other over you, <laughs> which is kind of has a has a, is you could call it maybe a little cute, but it's annoying. Like I don't want to be sort of thing. Um, that's happened quite a lot. I've experienced that quite a few times when I've been to sort of uh, places that are more sort of local, um, and I guess I do sometimes apart from. I was going to say the talent, obviously, you'd expect it to be better in the West End. The only exception to that, I would say, was when I saw Blood Brothers in Windsor also. Um, they pretty much had the same cast as the West End, and it was just as good, I'd say. Just as good. Um, what about yourself? Um, I, th I don't think I've got much comparison. Only two things. Okay, so apart from Six, which we saw in, where's that place, in Oxford? Ellsbury. In Ellsbury. Um, similar to Claire, I think the only difference there is that the the arena or the the venue was a lot bigger than um, the Arts Theatre in London where I saw Six originally. So, like Claire said, I think it's better for a more intimate setting and our seats were quite high up. Um, outside that, I've seen Chicago on tour. I think I saw it in, I think, Woking and I had um, a couple of people from EastEnders on it versus me seeing Cuba Gooding Jr. in, okay. in the West End. So, there's obviously going to be a comparison in terms of actual cast members. But, you know, I think with certain productions... It, doesn't really matter, but I don't think I've seen enough of both to have a bit of a, enough of a comparison. I've okay. seen Sister Act in High Wycombe. Okay. I think it was High Wycombe. And I'm going to see it in the West End. Yeah, we'll maybe Hammersmith. get more of your, more hmm? of your comparisons then. Oh, is it yeah, Hammersmith? Yeah, oh, that's kind of Hammersmith off. event time. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry. Sue, have you seen anything that you've seen in the West End and then watched again when it's been sort of travelling? I don't think I have, you know. And if I have, I don't remember. Okay. I might have because I I remember thinking that when it's travelling, it's not as good. 
So okay, I must yeah. have done, which has now been erased from memory, <laughs> I think. Oh, cool, cool. Um, we've got about nine minutes left. So Frank, do you want to kick on with your quiz? Because I want this trophy. Um, Claire, do you want to put the trophy on the table so that we so that Denny has some incentive? I've just left it at home. Claire, you brought it out earlier on, so if you put it on the table so Denny can have some extra incentive to try his darn right best this time, please. So we do this quiz every week on Frank Keeps Score. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Recently, Frank introduced the trophy that we get to take home for that week if we win. Just the week, yeah? yeah. Well, until the next quiz, anyway. And Claire is very, very competitive. Do you want to read out what it says there? On the Number show? one, West End Geek. Yes. Was it bottom? The winner takes it all. And in this instance, the winner takes the trophy home. Uh, Mamma mia. I, I thought you were going to say Claire Spanish. etched her name on there then, got yeah, it engraved on. I have on the back. <laughs> imagine that. Um, so I'll, is this the ultimate trophy? Do you know what? I actually... I don't I want to win it. Name for it yet. The budget wasn't that big. But this is um no no I meant like when when are you intending on uh, presenting the trophy like how long will it go on for is this like until the end ever? of time currently it stays here away from so, both of them so it just basically travels around it does it's it going to do this forever to house I was until... a really nice person until this trophy was presented the competitive and then I, side I brought out a horrible monster and so I don't want it I feel like it's jinx okay well it's okay there's nothing start. wrong with being competitive so that's fine first question <sighs> all right Claire. where is buddy the holly the buddy holly story in the list of top 10 longest running west end musicals eight claire 13 Oh, so when I said top 10, longest run in West End <laughs> So I, I win that by default, you surely. I get that by default. Well, okay, next question. Wow. <laughs> well, what's the answer? Answer's 10. Um, yeah, answer's 10, but hey. We'll give that one to Denny because he's closest. That's fair. I told you, I don't even want this trophy. Okay, number two. Bonus point if you can tell me the year it debuted. Closest, closest year gets a point. That what? Debuted. Debuted. What, no, what debuted? 92. The Buddy Holly story. Uh, 1990. 89. Where was Buddy Holly born? Texas. T- yeah, Texas. Lam- oh. Lam- oh, 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 oh. You're going to come up with some extra info there, Claire. What was it? Lambeth, isn't it? Lambeth, isn't that in South East London? Ladder? <laughs> Lam? Uh, I think it's L- Lubbock. Lubbock. Oh. Lub- Lubbock, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I got that. I said Texas. Yeah. Well, that's surely we both get a point. I gave his like t- actual town with no, you never though. You said Lambert. To that's in fair, London. No, I said that's a Lambert tube stop. Before he did. To be fair, um, level pegging's at the moment. So, um, what's the name of Buddy Holly's band? The Crickets. Yeah, the Crickets. But it actually started off as Buddy and Bob. Yeah, the Crickets was the right answer there. Um, so, yeah. I guess that goes to both of you. Yeah. No, how? Because yeah, we're not doing crickets. fastest finger first vibe because Claire's Claire's not as quick as you. No, but what 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 did she get a point for? She said the crickets. The crickets. But she if she says it's, it after me. Yeah, but it's, then, it's actually it's, it is known as Buddy Holly and the cricket. Yeah, but I'm saying if she said it after me, all she has to ever Look do. Look at the No, all she ever has to do then is wait for I'm, me to I'm say an answer and then just repeat yeah. it after me. That's true, actually. Sorry. Yeah. No, but then, I abs- then, but then I obviously, but I, how would I not know the answer? It's, it was on the drum. But it's, you also yeah, have to say it first. You got to say it first. I'm sorry. Then he's right. Okay. How disappointed she is. What was the name of Buddy Holly's wife? Maria Santiago. Eleanor Maria Santiago. Yeah, you've got to give her that one. You've what was her name? One. She just told Eleanor you. Maria Santiago. What's wrong? No, that's right. What's that say? Maria yeah, Elena right. Santiago. There you go. What's Maria Elena Holly? 
Oh yeah, Holly. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that was her maiden Maria name. Maria so Ollie. Yes, yes you're, that's yeah, definitely correct. Name. It is. You never once said Maria Ellena in one sentence. So I got she that did. Right. She said Maria Ellena. I said Maria. I see Santiago. what's happening here. Oh, you definitely said it. No, you she just said Elena Marie. No, she said Maria. Then she said Maria Elena Santiago. Which is wrong, right? Because no, it's correct. She said Maria Elena Santiago. She did. She said Elena Maria Santiago. No, she went back. She first she said Maria. Then she went back. Then she said Maria. No, she did. No, that's fine, that's fine. And I'm very impartial here. I don't care who wins. She definitely said Maria Elena. You I heard told her say me it. you were high before you came here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't count. <laughs> she definitely. Um, <laughs> we can play this recording back. We can. Um, Buddy dies on February the 3rd, 1959, in a plane crash, along with two other music- musicians and pilots. Can you name the two other musicians? Richie Valens and Big Papa. Big Bopper. Big Bopper. I still said it before you. <laughs> Can you name the pilot? I can't actually. I can't remember his name. I didn't Roger Peterson. Oh, wow. Oh, I'll, I'll give her a point for that. I think 1-1 one, one for that. We should both get a point because that, that should be bonus. Even though it's not on the score sheet. Okay. Is that it? And what, can we tally up the scores? But this one, I I think that's kind of not fair. Guest. I'm being honest. Guest. Can you be a guest? <laughs> <laughs> um... She said it though. I heard her say well, it. Well, I think we can replay it back and then we'll replay show. it okay. back. Yeah. All right. But Claire, could you give me the honour? No. Of handing this trophy oh, over Denny's to Denny. Denny's arms are long enough to reach it. Claire, can you please hand over the trophy to Denny? Oh, um, Claire, you're being this petty. Well, this is going to be all over my stuff. Thank you, Claire. He'll do the same for you next I time. I appreciate you win. that. She's not going to win again. And the thing is, she's so bitter there because it's been on mantelpiece since the last <laughs> podcast. And now when you go back, Claire, it's going to be a bit of right. dust where it used to be. I dust my house. We are very close on time um, to wrapping up. Uh, Very quickly, I did set a homework assignment, but I admit it was very late in the day. So I think I'm actually the only one who actually completed it. So the assignment was to, um, as I mentioned, there was this amazing scene where there was three legends on stage. If you could have any three legends on stage, who would they be? Um, And if you had the time, think of a, a, a group name for them. But my three were... Uh, Tina Turner, Beyonce, and Gloria Estefan. Wow, what that is called? a combination. Maybe Big Hair, I don't know. Big <laughs> Hair. Um, just because stage presence, like their performances on stage, they're all, okay, like could be yeah. a girl group, and they're all performances on stage. Like Gloria Estefan, nowhere near my favourite artist, but she put on performances. And the same with Beyonce, one of the greatest performers ever, and also Tina Turner is legendary too. Do you think because they're all so iconic people that they could all be on one stage at the same time? Who knows? That Probably part not. Of it. That in a variety it. show. Well, like one after the other type vibe. Mm, mm. Yeah. Or like, you know where they like cut, divas. like, you know when hosts host like a, like, like hosts host an award show? Yeah. Like in doing like a piece like that. Like I've seen a show like Divas, you know, where they get all yeah. the big legends on and then they can do it together. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Only. See, I briefly thought about that, and mine was Michael Jackson, Eminem, Ooh. and Ed Sheeran. Oh, interesting. Mm. I know. I don't know why I'd call them. I just think. Actually, no. It was Ed Sheeran. It was Tupac. Okay. Um, I've got, I haven't got a name for them, but I think they're all pretty good at telling stories. Oh, can I just add? I forgot to add this. My name would be because I said they're called Big Hair, or they could also be called GHD. What's that sample? Um, Hair straighteners. I know, I, know, I know it stands for Good Hair Day, but I'm intrigued to know where he's going with this. Oh, I had it. It's gone. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll come back next time. But it <laughs> makes perfect sense. It made perfect sense. Okay, well, I'll, anyway. I'll take it that's the end of the podcast then. 
about to wrap up. Do you want to? Well, Sue, yeah. um, how have you how have you enjoyed your experience? I wish I had seen Fame so I could have had some input because I used to watch that growing up. To the podcast. You, I loved it. I promise you would have liked it. it would have disappointed you as much. As really? It disappointed me. I'm sorry. It's okay. All. all right. I feel better. Well, it's been lovely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, please follow us on West End Geeks Pod on Instagram. Um, if you've got any questions or if you've got a trio that you'd like to see formed together, like Denny said, please email them to westendgeekspod at gmail.com and we'll pick the best ones to talk about in the next episode. And lastly, um, if you like the podcast, just tell a friend and then get them to tell a friend and then leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to West End Geeks.